On this week's episode of Six Stars Only, we're going to be talking about the one thing and how we use its lessons to carve out our time every day for compound results. All right, guys, how's it going? Uh, Matt, how are you? How are you doing, man? Dude, I am feeling toasted. <laughs> I just did my first CrossFit workout ever, started oh a new job, but it's okay. I recovered. I laid on the floor for a little bit. I <laughs> ate some broccoli, and I am ready to talk about this book, because this is an amazing book. I'm really pumped about uh, it, but yeah. before we get into it, how are you, Jacob Arndt? I'm good. I... Uh I'm exhausted, but since like you did a new job and like you did CrossFit, I feel like less like I deserve to be tired or I'm like, mm, I just sat at a desk all day. I don't really do anything. I sat at a desk and I ate chicken strips like 20 minutes ago, but, uh, but yeah, I'm good. Um, and yeah, by the way, before go ahead, I was going to say, yeah, just, I, about this book, you know, the one thing, so Matt had your, you told me about it for a long time. Uh, and I was just like, okay, like I, I heard about it. And I'm just lazy when it comes to reading books. Like, okay, like I'll you know I'll get around to it. Like, I'm sure it's good. Self help book, blah blah blah. Like, I didn't really think way too much about it. Um, and then my mom had the book, um, and I was like, that's just bizarre. I didn't think he would own that a book. Um, and then but your mom just ordered had it anyway. on the bookshelf. Yeah, like she had it after I already ordered it. You told me I was like, <laughs> okay, thanks for not telling me until I already paid. It was only like twelve bucks. Um, blew me away. Like, I honestly did not think that I would enjoy it as much as I did. Um, totally changed my perspective. My book about recommendations a lot of aren't always terrible. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Matt, this is a terrible book. Um, no, but yeah, that was, I was just blown away at how, how much it pretty much just like convicted me. And like each time I was like, Oh yeah, this thing that you're doing, it's totally wrong. I was like, Oh, like that's, I have a lot of things I want to change. Uh, but what were you saying earlier before I rudely interrupted you about my... Oh, well, I was going to just say, in, in a nutshell, do we want to explain what our show is really quick? Oh, yeah, um, go for it. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, Six Stars Only is the weekly show where we talk about how going from wannabe video creators to fearless video creators who learn from role models, create cool videos, and actually follow through. And so this book... The One Thing by Gary Keller is super powerful because it is probably the one most influential book uh, in my life that has helped me go from these wannabe areas where I've had these high aspirations but no follow through and given me a really good plan uh, to build disciplines that get me where I want to go professionally and just in life. Um, So that's why I'm excited to dig into this. That's why I recommend it to you. And I'm super glad it's been at least a little bit relevant. But can you talk? What what were some of the things that you found? I want to dig into this. So pretty much all of it was really relevant and I loved it. Uh, But we can't talk here for about four and a half hours. So just some of the biggest things that stuck out to me... um, was just, and I'll just kind of go through the list because I just made a list form, but um, a lot of it, like you said, is just about, you know, the one thing and a lot of it's just kind of focusing on the one thing, you know, you know, the the titular one thing and about kind of just like getting rid of all the noise um, and just focusing on one thing at a, like at a time and doing it very well, because I think I have such a scatterbrain kind of mind with things. I want to, I want to be better. I want to be better at a lot of things. I want to do a lot of different things, which is great. But in my mind, for the longest time, I conflated, you know, when I saw people who were doing a lot of things, it's like, okay, so I need to do that exact thing. I need to try to learn how to make a website. I need to try to also write a book. I need to try to do all these things. 
Um, but I don't have those habits built up and we can kind of like explore that because I mentioned this pretty much every episode, but I was just a, um, a reformed, incredibly lazy person somewhat. I'm, I'm trying to get better every day of like, okay, I need to be, I, I need to get work done. Like I need to be more productive. I need to focus better. Um, so that mindset of being like, okay, let me do all these things at once, um, is awful because yeah. I can't, and I can't. I spread my focus thin. I have a finite amount of energy and amount of effort that I could put into things. So if I do pull things off, like five different things at once, it's very mediocre and it's very, it's not worth it. And the biggest takeaway, if I can just boil it down, is instead of like five or six different things, find one thing that you can do just like this week or like like this day. And it's like, okay, that's a lot easier than because I'm overwhelmed a lot with like, okay, I want to finish my book. I want to write this blog post. I need to make it put, put two videos on YouTube this week. And for me, at least like, I don't know, like if this is the same with you, it just, it almost stresses me out. And when I get stressed out and when I feel like I have all this stuff to do, I become even less productive. So it becomes this circle of just suck where I can't do, I can't get anything done. Then I feel guilty and it's like, oh, and it just happens all over again. So I I don't know, like if you want to add add anything to that, but that's my biggest takeaway. The big thing about this book is that it saves you from what I call the gap. So the gap is like the big scary gap between where you want to be and where you're stuck. And so all this panic and anxiety comes in because you're like, oh, I want to become the best video creator in the world. I want to get 10,000 subscribers. I want to do, you know, all these different things. And then it's like, okay, how do you actually do that? Uh, and then you get, you start trying to fill it up with busyness, right? And so in particular, there are these six lies that he talks about in the beginning that separate uh, you from success. And so I want to list out uh, a few of those really quick. Yeah, go for it. But I, I think this big one hit me really hard. Um, but it, the first lie, you want to hear the lie? Yeah. Here's the lie. Everything matters equally. Mm. Not true. Because no. the thing, the reality is that most of your results, most of your, uh, you know, if you're trying to grow a following, most of your followers will not come from a bunch of activity. They'll probably come from the minority of your activity, you know, and I, this quote just like really hit me hard, but it's the majority of what you want will come from the minority of what you do. You know, if you've heard of the Pareto principle, it's this idea, you know, that, you know, 80% of the results come from 20% of the inputs. And it's so true and so simple, but it's something that you can't lose sight of because once you start treating everything equally, you're going to lose sight of asking the clarifying question of, okay, what's actually going to to produce results here? Exactly. Yeah. And that's still, and I think that's why I love this book so much is because I think like people have told me that, like you've told me in the past and it's like, oh yeah, like I need to kind of focus, but what when I guess Gary, Gary, like as if I know him personally, oh, old Gare Bear. Old Jare Bear. <laughs> he just put it so concise. Uh, and like you just said, of just not everything matters the same. Like, it's okay to say no to things that you just aren't like capable of doing. And I feel you like. You actually have to say no. You have to say no, exactly. Like, it's not an option. And I'm a very people pleasing person. Um, but just sometimes you're just not capable of of taking on other projects or like other things that people want you to do as much as you want to. It's just, you have to focus on, no, I want to do, I want to make a video this week. I can't do X thing, you know, like, and it's just all about focus. I think that's the biggest thing I'm trying to like work on. And this, this book kind of showed to me is that I need to focus 
and have that like singular focus on the one thing. So uh, I'm going to, I guess I'll take it over for, like, I guess we can kind of go back and forth of like, oh, there's so this one thing I learned. Um, but another thing, and I don't even remember because I didn't put the chapter list. Matt is, his his notes are a lot more, mine are just like, I like this. And I just put it on like on our Trello. But I've just, and this is again, it's something that I know, but when it's like spoken back to me or like when I read it myself, it's like, oh yeah, that's true. And it kind of ties in with like what what we're talking about. But multitasking is a lie. And I think Ooh, for the longest time is that you know, pretty much what we're just saying is that I conflate seeing busyness and just assume that, oh, those people are successful. Like they're doing a lot of different things. Therefore, that guy must be successful. I want to be successful. Therefore, I need to be able to do several different things at once. Um, like five or six different things that he's doing. So and so he's working like doing all this stuff. Because you see just this flurry of activity and you assume that guy's really productive. Exactly. He's always running around, sweating, doing stuff. He always, he's always checking stuff off a list and he must be doing it right. And we yeah, exactly. That's what success looks like. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just not true. Um, or, you know, people, I guess, who have got that, that you know, have made habits. And that's like something else that I'll, uh, like the next point I want to make. But seeing people that are just okay they're always somewhere they're always doing something it just i want that but i didn't understand pretty much what this book is saying of like okay when you stretch yourself so thin uh and like another thing he mentions in the book about you know effort is like a it's finite um so you know like I think he mentioned like waking up in the morning and like doing things doing like or trying to get to your one thing as soon as possible i i, I think i'm pretty sure i can't remember what chapter that is um, but it's like, oh yeah, yeah, like, like successful people aren't like these superhuman, like superhuman beings that have like, oh, they just have more effort. Like they just have this like effort juice that they just stock up or like they're just on like crack cocaine or whatever all the time. I, you know, or maybe, I don't know, but it's just, they're better at utilizing their focus and their energy on what matters and not yep. spreading it thin amongst stuff that's stupid and worthless. And it's like, oh I need to start doing that. I need to stop doing busy work that distracts me from what I should be doing um, and multitasking. Because like I said earlier, I when I try to do a lot of different things at once, nothing turns out like I wanted. So I just have like five or six bad to mediocre at best things. And that doesn't like make me better. That doesn't make me better as like a content creator. That doesn't make me better as a person, as an individual. And it's something that I'm like, okay, I I need to just cut that out immediately. Like, I need to stop trying to seem busy and just focus on, okay, I want to get this thing. I want to get this video done. Like, well, yeah, I, and I think there yeah. are a couple of things packed away in there. One is the idea that, uh, which is very helpful, that your willpower is limited. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lie to think that it's always on call and you just need to sort of pull yourself up by your bootstraps to be able to get stuff done. But the reality is that people who are very productive are disciplined, not willful. Now, the difference between those two is like, uh, let's use like my marathon training for an example. I was initially not very disciplined in running. I could run for a little bit, a, a short time, a short distance, but it wasn't the length or the frequency that I needed. So if I tried to go from 
you know, running one mile to running 26, um, your willpower alone cannot, A, your body couldn't hold up, but even let's assume my body could hold up, um, your willpower is not enough to just jump you there. What your willpower is enough to do is to start a habit, preferably one at a time, really. You got to have that key habit, again, coming back to focus, but to use your willpower to kick off the the habit and usually this one was really helpful for me it takes about 66 days on average i believe um, to really solidify a habit so that it becomes a a discipline and when something's a discipline you don't have to spend a lot of willpower doing it think about when you're like brushing your teeth in the morning you don't have to be Mm. like oh i really have to brush and you have with every you know brushes most of the time you don't even realize that you're doing it but that's the power of habit and discipline that you Mm. can use your willpower to bootstrap a habit and the discipline of doing that habit day in day out um, allows you to get results over time it's true i think the other thing that's really helpful uh, is realizing like you mentioned waking up early in the morning the other thing that goes along with that is that uh, there is a huge and often hidden uh, cost to multitasking and he even he says that you know multitasking really isn't a thing it's task switching you know because you're focusing on a thing and then you're switching tasks and then you're switching back and every time you're gonna have to reorient yourself and the time cost he talks about um for switching back and forth back and forth uh ranges from 25 percent of the time that you would have spent to 100 percent. so it can take you up to you know 50% longer, even twice as long uh, to do the same task because you're inserting these distractions that make you use up your limited willpower and distract you from doing your best thing. You, you're going to have to pick up your train of thought and you're just not going to be in the same place at all. And so there are a, a lot of these things stack on each other and by themselves, yes, they are powerful, but it is when you focus on one thing eliminate task switching, carve out that time, use your willpower to bootstrap it into discipline, that these things start stacking on each other and you start getting into these exponential results, uh, which that's when things get exciting. That's when one of the, the, the light bulb moments when he started talking about exponential results for me. Yeah, uh, it was a really good point. Sorry, my laptop was about like two seconds from dying. So I had like, oh crap, like my, my, my laptop... Save. Char- like the charger was like one inch too far away so I was like <laughs> I have to like find another but that's true especially about just it being a habit and successful people almost always like you said like it's just a chain of habits and but it's kind of like um it's kind of like a far out of the store but it's kind of like seeing seeing success and just assuming that oh they've just always been successful it's like Kevin Hart I don't know if you've mentioned that but I think I've told you about it before but He's one of the, the biggest stand-up comics in the world, and it seems like he just kind of been successful for a long time now. He, he like, was oh, just, just an gonna... overnight success, right? Exactly. That's how yeah. Everyone. But... Wait, are you, wait, Jake, are you telling me that Kevin Hart wasn't an overnight success? No, that just got there by willpower and sheer talent and luck. No, of course not. Um, I was listening listening to a podcast, uh, Barry Katz, the industry standard. It's actually is a really good podcast, but he was on there saying that basically he was living like just with his mom, uh, paycheck to paycheck, and basically he would just go to open mics, uh, I think it was in Philly, for years and years, and he would pretty much live off of, because they had contests of like, whoever, you know, the funniest comic wins like 100, 200 bucks, and he did that for years, years and years, almost a decade, and he, you know, through talent and hard work, he eventually made his way up to the ranks, but he had, I guess, two show deals he was signed 
Uh, and he was like, okay, you know, I'm on the fast track now. And he had those pretty much ripped away from him. I think he he told, uh, I guess, the podcast host, Barry Katz, he was just, they were shooting the promos. Like, there was, like, the promo photo shoot of, like, all, like, the cast members. Of, I think it was NBC. And, like, the producer right before Kevin Hart was about to go on stage to get his pictures taken for his new show. And I told him, like, Kevin, uh, I'm sorry, I actually have to talk to you. Like, uh, your show's not going to happen anymore. Such and it happened to fear. Kevin Hart twice. So, like... He As had so many setbacks, enough, right? Yeah, it's not so. It's harsh, and he said, "Like I felt like quitting just like just then. Like I felt like, and that was like over like a decade or so ago." Um, but all that to say is that you see people who are successful or or like making content or they're just really good at making videos, and it's just like okay, they're just something about them that was like innate. Like they were just naturally good at doing that stuff. Like they're just naturally hard workers. They're just naturally, but that's almost a hundred percent like never not the case never not the case never the case where you said like they one by one they had to build those habits um so now you're seeing the fruits of all like 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 you said like it's the exponential like when you said when it gets exciting like they've they've made it to where it's exciting and people can see it but that stuff was built off of just one by one building those habits which made it easier and you could just build like build off each other um so like with this podcast I, what is this the seventh episode like we're still trying to like we're still like trying to find our way but it's just it's a matter of okay you know maybe I, another 10 episodes it's like oh yeah it's just a habit every week to do this that way it's not and it's not, it's not to say that like i love talking with you matt i'm not saying like, it's like pulling teeth talking to matt on this podcast i'm not that's not what i'm saying but it's well, just like you. okay I appreciate that you know, Matt's, you know, he just, he, he did CrossFit. He's exhausted. Like, everyone's exhausted. Um, but it's just a matter of, okay, making a habit of, I want to make a video once a week. When you do it enough, it's like, okay, it's just, it becomes a habit. And it becomes, and you can build build off of that of like, okay, what else can I do? Um, and yeah, so that's one of the big takeaways I got too. It's just, I need to worry, I guess, to not worry so much on... I just need to try harder. Like I need to, I seem to be, you know, more disciplined, which Ooh. is true, but it's, it's about pointing yeah, that I discipline. Got a rant Can I give oh, you a little rant? Him. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. I was going to say a little rant. Like, finish this, this, thought. Is, this, this is such like a, like, this is an Italian hands moment. I'm like feeling <laughs> Get the Italian hands the vibes going. on this one, but yeah, this, this quote really got me. I think it sums this idea up so well. The quote is, it's not about, how much overtime you put in the key ingredient is focus time mm. over time to achieve an extraordinary result you must choose what matters most and give it all the time it demands and i think this is exactly what you're talking about that's, right that's true like you yeah. can't make up for you know a comedy show by just having one you know 36 hour long stand-up session you have to get up there night after night after yeah. night after night and then after 20 years you become kevin hart uh you know it's and i think that's one of the things the reason this gets me so fired up is this one i feel like this is something that is really missing from a lot of popular uh media that celebrates creators because everyone likes the overnight story and everyone wants to discount the importance of t focus time over time right you want to find 
a, a hack. And that's why I get so annoyed with like these growth hacks and these other things where it's like, oh, you know, if you just make this right kind of video, this right kind of thing, if you just target this audience, if you just hustle really hard, you can actually beat the system and you don't have to work overtime. You, it can happen in, you know, 30 days instead of three years. But the reality is... I mean, those growth hacks have a cost and they usually don't work the way you think and they usually don't truly get you to your result. Um, and I, I think if you look at any of the greats, you're going to see focus time over time. I think it's an inescapable reality if you want to do it right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, that's a lot more concise of, uh, of my rant. We, we we need to make T-shirts of just Italian hands. Like it just has it has the Italian hand. I don't know if that would be offensive. It probably will be. I'm like... Two percent Italian, I so I feel like if I can it is, claim that. Please tell me, and I'll stop saying it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? don't mean it that. But way. every time, yeah, it's true. Every time I just start feeling that something, it just the Italian hams like just just burst out. Um, but yeah, that, that's a really good point. Um, I think something else that, I mean, all, all of it stuck out. But um, so he mentions the four thieves, which is the the inability to say no which I'm really struggle with fear of chaos, which I think that's just like a kind of a human Wait, trait. What are these things thieving exactly? Fill me in. Um, you're, I guess, I guess your focus. I'm being put on the spot. I didn't even think, I just saw the four thieves and I was like, Hmm, thieves, but it's just, um, they pretty much just like sidetrack you. And for me, um, kind of mentioned it earlier, but it's just, these things switch my focus or they like just derail me from like my one thing to where it's like, okay. Um, like the inability to say no, for instance. So I have a focus on, I want to make a video this week, but my friend, uh, wants me to do, I don't know, help him film in, uh, or he wants me to join his business where we film inside real estate, um, inside joke, but something else that just doesn't work. And it's, my inability to say no, I'm like, okay, I can help do that. Or I can help, uh, take you to, or I can help babysit. Um, and that kind of gets into, you know, trying to be a good, you know, a good sibling and like a good uncle, but I'll deal with that later. But it's just, you, you only have so much time in a day and you only have so many minutes and hours in a week. Um, and we need to track that from your one thing and like your focus, like what it should be on. Um, there's always like a price to pay and, Every every yes, um, like there's a consequence for it. I think that's something to yeah, where... And I, yeah. And one of the things I heard from a leader that really hit me in the gut hard, because this time management thing, it gets so trite and overplayed mm. a lot of times. But there's one rule that goes along with that. It's kind of the, the flip side, the antidote to this. And that's whenever you have something that is the benefit of having the one thing, the most important thing. And again, you can have multiple one things. There can be have a one thing in your relationships, a one thing in your spiritual life, a one thing in your career. So these, it's not like, Oh, your career takes over everything. That's not what we're talking about. Um, but say when you have a one thing in something like that is your yes. And the, the thing this leader said this one time, he's like, when I say yes to something, it automatically dictates what my no's are going to be. Because like once I've said yes to something, I've committed. That time is blocked off. I am spoken for. That is my time. That is my attention. That is my energy. And 
I can't revoke that once I've committed to it. I'm not going to let other things come in and steal that yes away and, to, and dilute it into something that's not going to make the impact I need it to make because other people are depending on me. And that hit me hard because I, I, I think so often, you know, we no one wants to say yes to things that are going to distract them from their goal, but mm. it's hard to draw a line in the sand and say, like, I have said yes to this, like, non-negotiable i have to say no nine times out of ten yeah and i think especially for me um i don't like saying no just because i'm a i'm a people a people pleaser like i mentioned earlier but i think i have to like kind of like self-examine like okay why am i saying yes and a lot of times it's to just avoid uh, i guess uncomfortable situations it essentially comes down to kind of selfishness in a weird way where it's just like okay i'll give like this quick yes i guess it all comes down to me not valuing the power of a yes and like giving a commitment to where it's like okay i don't need to be bummed out i don't want you to like feel like you don't have help so i'm going to say yes just because i want to avoid this uncomfortable situation but but then but then but then normally in the end um like i mentioned um i won't like get into huge details but call it caused a huge i guess kind of blow up in like my personal life of miscommunication and it just causes so much problems and it just all kind of arose from my selfishness and like okay i'll just tell him yes because i don't have to deal with awkwardness or like him being mad at me or so and so like blah 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 all these things um and that just all comes down to i just don't value enough i feel like or like a lot of people it's just like you said like you're you're one thing like that's like the main yes so that like dictates where like your no should come from to where okay this thing's going to impede my one thing it's going to take time it's going to take my focus my energy away from my one thing i have to say no to a lot of other things essentially and i think he mentioned um an example like he has a lot of examples but if steve jobs when steve jobs came back to apple uh, you might know the history more but I think Apple's product line was like they had like several hundred, and then when Steve Jobs kind of took over, crazy bloated, he yeah. just slashed it to I, I was it like a dozen or so. Like he just got rid of so he and he was and Gary was saying Steve knew the power of a no of like okay, I'm not going to do that. Here's what we're focusing on. Those are pretty cool. Like those are good ideas, but that's not what we're doing. And look at what happened. Like regardless of what you think, there's like a lot of different opinions on Steve jobs and everything, but he was successful. Like he grew Apple into like, he became like this icon all because he knew like, okay, we're going to do this. We're not going to do that. It's nothing personal. It's just, this is what we're doing. Like, this is what our business is. And like, you need to have that same approach. I need to have that same approach when it comes to like my one thing, I want to make better videos. I want to make a video a week. I want to do, this, this, and this, I can't do those things. And I just need to be more firm and like more steadfast and okay, this is my yes. I value this. Yes. Therefore, these are the no's for like these yeses that are just kind of like trite and you know, like they're, yeah. they're invaluable essentially. Yeah. Word up. Word That's up. good. There's another one that I think out of the four thieves, I don't want to go through all of them, just bullet point style, but there's another one that I think was very helpful and maybe a little outside the box, and that's poor health habits mm, as a thief I was gonna mention that. to your focus and meeting your goals. I, I think this is so good because you know you can be 
you know, focusing on your thing. You can be putting in four hours a day writing or creating videos or doing your thing. You can be doing all the right things. But if you're not taking if you're not eating right, if you're not if you're not getting in sleep, I think this is the biggest thing. That is so dangerous because a lot of people, especially when you're younger or even if you're not younger, but it, there's this twisted thing in American culture where lack of sleep is almost worn as a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I pulled an all nighter and you're beating your chest. Look at me. You know, I'm truly committed and I'm hustling and I'm going to make it. And honestly, that's just not setting you up for long term success. It's setting you up for burnout, risk of depression. It's bad for your mental health. Um, it's bad for your health straight up. Mm-hmm. And the research is out there. You can go read it. It's pretty definitive. And so poor health habits, cut them out now because it's going to it, – maybe it won't you know, stop you in the short term, this week, this month. But over the long term, it, it will. is going to grind you down and steal your effectiveness. Yeah, definitely. And I think it just – that all goes back to, I guess, mistaking busyness for success – and that comes with, okay, this person's so busy that they're not eating correctly or, like you mentioned, lack of sleep and it kind of being a weird, sick badge of honor where, like, oh, I work so hard. He's such a hard worker. He, you know, fell asleep on the couch, so-and-so, all, all this different stuff. That's awful. Um, and even though our podcast is about video content and, like, you know, making videos, so, like, that's kind of, like, that one thing. Like you mentioned earlier, you can apply the one thing to several aspects of your life. And I feel like the one thing for like your spiritual life, for your, like your health, for like you, you, your like, you know, relationships and your friends, like, you know, like it builds off one another. So if one strong, potentially like it, it will help if your personal life, if you're one thing with like, you know, like your spirituality I feel like it can only benefit for the most part. Like, oh yeah, my relationship with my wife, my husband, like my friends, and when that's thriving, it helps you thrive energy-wise and like, you know, your business or your content creation or whatever. So, yeah, don't, like you said, don't don't neglect your health. It's a super important thing. I'm trying to get, you're making me look bad doing doing CrossFit. I, I'm trying to get back into eating healthy and, and I think it's just like from like a personal hey, aspect. You're invited, I'm, man. Let's I'm go. I'm 25. I got to start, I got to start working out and getting my you know thank god i'm less heavy than i was in high school but it's just a matter of i want to be around for my kids i want to be around for my nieces i want to be around to have energy later in life um so yeah that's like an important thing i'm really glad like you mentioned that point because it was right like on deck for me but uh i want to mention something else um i guess the last thief and like this is just like a, a short comment but um, he mentions that one of the thieves is that your environment doesn't support your goals. And I feel like that's, that's a huge thing for me. What does that uh, mean to I, you though? Why did that hit you so hard? I think for me, um, I, you know, environment can be work environment, like your home environment, work environment. But I think a lot of it also is just who, like the people you fill yourself around with. And as unfortunate as it is. So, I had like a few friends, especially back in high school and middle school, uh, and even like early college years. I loved them to death, but we were very, we would feed off of each other. We were very lazy. We would talk a big game, but we never focused. We never got anything done. We would just laze around, 
chill out and we never we never made progress on anything we had all these dreams and we just kind of fed into each other uh, our environment didn't help like we had like we you know we want to write a book we want to make videos we want to do all these things but we never lifted each other up to where we could do that um and now well, i'm gonna brag on you about that though yeah can I can I jump in for a yeah, little yeah, second? Yeah, go for it. Because one of the powerful themes of the book is there is that your habits work like a flywheel, and you get exponential results. So if you don't know, a flywheel is like this um, device where it would imagine like a giant spinning wheel, and it starts off slowly, but as it speeds up and goes faster and faster, it builds up energy, and it just starts spinning faster and faster, and the inertia carries it forward. So you don't have to push it as hard over time; it takes on a life of its own, and it keeps going your habits are like that when they're done correctly but here's the here's the messed up thing that works with good habits and it compounds and makes them more effective it also works with negative habits so if you are in an environment where you really have like self-destructive habits if you are like believing lies about yourself like oh i'm just too lazy i'm too busy i never have enough time you are going to start talking like that you are going to believe those lies your your behavior is going to match you're going to find ways to fill up your time you're going to get better at making excuses and it builds and it picks up speed and the inertia takes off and those same things things that those those habits you should be building to uh, get you to your goal are just going to work in reverse to take you further and further and further away. That's true. Yeah. And, and that's also, like you mentioned, that's one of the biggest things where we, we were very negative and very, I guess, just jaded towards like, okay, okay, maybe we can't do this. And we got better and better at making excuses. And it was just this, like this tar pit that we just like, couldn't, couldn't escape from. I left college and I met Matt and that's one like one of the great things about this podcast is that we're able to talk amongst each other and like you guys who are listening the way we can do it in public and kind of hopefully just help each other and like you know you know be be good, be good examples and get awesome ideas but Matt came along in my life and I was like man this is this is a guy that like is gets stuff done he has good habits I don't know there were habits at the time I was like okay I want to like hang out with this guy cuz he's he's getting stuff done like Need better habits so I, I, exactly yeah and this podcast is pretty much an exercise in okay, how can we be, how can we be better together? How can we like do, do this stuff? And it's it's so much healthier than where I was not even I guess two three years ago, uh, which seems like a lifetime, but simultaneously not that far away. And it kind of made me realize that okay, I want to be a person that helps people achieve their goals as well. I don't want to be that person that brings them down. And, you know, I want to be someone that is like that flywheel to where it, like it just compounds and, you know, together I can help someone dream. I can help them focus on something. I can help, you know, do that. And it just helped me, even though I'm still taking baby steps and I'm taking it one day at a time, I have a long way to go, but I look at back where I was and just like that. Yeah. Like that death spiral of just kind of, I don't know, just kind of laziness and unfocus and self-deprecation and all this stuff. And I think, man, like, I'm so glad that that's not me anymore. I'm so glad that my mindset has changed to where it doesn't have to be that way. Um, so, yeah, and I think just... And one of the great things about starting out now, too, is, um, you know, if, if you don't have that environment, if you mm -hmm. don't have that right internship, that right job, you weren't born in the right place, you don't know anyone else who is, you know 
like you know like minded and is going to build you up to where mm. you want to go. You can build that environment, or at least take steps to go in that environment. And it doesn't have to be some grand gesture or some grand plan. One of my yeah. favorite parts of this book, um, and this is going back to one of the lies, but uh, is is basically the idea that big is bad. And actually, if you want to get started, you should start as small as possible. And rather than making a big to-do list, you should start with one thing because you can always narrow uh, your your one thing and your next step down to one step. And you can make it small. And you should because then you can build up momentum and you can start that flywheel. And you can... So whether that is, you know, listening to a podcast about your thing, whether that is putting out one video even though it isn't good, you can boil it down to the one most impactful, smallest thing and you can take action and just start. And it's going to be hard at first, but it mm-hmm. will get easier. Yeah. Well, I mean, even now, as kind of embarrassing as it sounds, where when you know, I feel defeated or feel like I'm kind of in a rut, where you mentioned like, okay, what's one thing I can do today, right? Like just boiling down as like small as possible. The other day I was exhausted, um, kind of frustrated with family and like work, and I, I just didn't feel like I got a lot done that week. So... I just thought to myself, okay, what can I do today that will be productive? Because my goal, like, it's uh, it's kind of like a ethereal thing, but my my one thing for that day was I want to be productive because I wasn't productive for like four. I think it was like a break. I had like four straight days of like no work, and I was like, I'm gonna get so much stuff done, blah blah blah, and I got nothing done. I just sat on my butt and I watched like YouTube videos. So I was thinking, okay, how can I build that momentum again? Because I kind of like slipped. And it was just, okay, I'm going to clean my room. I'm going to do one thing. Like, I've been putting off doing this. I'm going to stop doing the things I know I shouldn't be doing. And I'm going to start doing the things I know I should be doing. So what do I need to do? Okay, I need to clean my room. Okay, I got that done. Okay, I kind of felt better. All right, what's something else I can do? I'm going to I'm gonna get a haircut because I had like a moldy kind of bowl cut monstrosity on my head. I got a haircut because I'm really lazy and I don't want to go get haircuts. I got that done. I was like, okay, like, I'm feeling good. Like, I'm... I'm capable of getting stuff done. Like, okay, what else can I do? I'm going to outline. I, I got even bigger. I was like, okay, I'm going to outline a video for next week. And I got it done. And it was just kind of like compounded, compounded, as strange as it sounds. Um, and it made me just feel productive. And it made me feel like, okay, yeah, I can I can do this again. I think progress isn't necessarily always linear. In fact, for the most part, it's not. So I don't want to make you guys who are listening think like, oh, yeah, like I'm totally... I'm productive every single day. Um, I'm like, you know, the greatest, like, okay, a few years ago I was awful and now I just make videos. I'm like the super successful. I'm better than I was, but I'm still a human and I still slip up. But now I just know that, okay, I, how can I focus? How can I just focus on one small thing at a time, build those habits and slowly build it up that way I can get back on track and back on focus for my main kind of big one thing as opposed to being like oh like i'm just kind of this person that will never get anything done this like defeated kind of like just negative person that i used to be and that's just that's just not the case i've grown that i've grown out of that no thank goodness so kick that out of here yeah exactly oh and there is a a little trick too that he mentions kind of offhand uh, that i think is really helpful to narrowing it down to that one thing because you can say okay well you know, Jake, that sounds great, but I have seven things and they're all really important or maybe three things and they're all really important and they all seem equally important. And it's hard for me to narrow that down. 
and th- this is simple but I think effective to just ask the question okay what is actually the most important here so if you know if you have three different things it's like well I could do you know I could be making videos I could be uh, talking to people I could be making Instagram posts okay what matters most and if you could just eliminate one okay what matters most and you can eliminate one and you can start on that and start small I it'll compound it'll get you started and then you can build up the momentum to tackle the big stuff but yeah. one habit at a time one thing at a time yeah. is the way to go that's good yeah that's the main takeaway oh yeah go for it please Ooh, i love this okay so uh had you heard of this idea of like starting with like purpose and how things build on that before this book i had heard of it i think in passing before but kind of like the book itself i was like yeah you know that sounds pretty interesting but i'm gonna like not pay attention because i'm above reading apparently i I don't know what my mindset was i heard of it but i like never really put too much thought into it i guess so here, here's the basic idea first, is that most people, when they're starting out on something, they jump right to, okay, what can I do? I got to make a checklist. I got to do all these things. I got to be productive. Um, but he, he uses kind of the example of this um, iceberg. And if you're going to build a business, you can't start with, you know, just doing a bunch of stuff and making money. You have to go deeper. And so he says you actually, before you can build up to the things you have to do really well, you have to figure out what the right things are. Well, how do you figure out the right things? You got to start before anything else with your purpose. Because if you don't know why you're doing all this stuff, you're going to go off track or you're going to lose motivation. It's going to be hard to actually stick it through Um, because you do still need some element of that willpower to build the habit. And the habit needs to be trending in the right direction for it to truly have an impact. But it's not enough to just have purpose because on top of the purpose, you have to have priority um and i think he has this great quote where he talks about purpose without priority is powerless you can't Mm. do anything with it because if you know why you're doing this thing but you don't know what's most important to make that happen you're just sitting dead in the water and so finally once you know why you're doing the thing you're doing your purpose you know what's most important to do next your priority, then you can be productive and do the thing well. So it's like, okay, I know that creating a video every day will help me, you know, help people with this issue. And it is the most important thing to do because it'll help grow my reach, hone my skills, etc. Now I can get really good at creating one video every day. And then the profit off of that, you know, whether that's uh, people, uh, you know, completing the goal that you go, you know, the key action you want them to take, buying from your business, subscribing to your stuff, mm-hmm. um, donating to your charity, whatever that is, um, you know, that can come because you had your purpose right, you prioritize correctly, and then you're productive and on the right things. That's so good, man. I need to. I'm like, I should be taking notes, even more notes right now as you're speaking. But uh, God, that's so good. I need to. I think we all need to start doing that. Um, is there anything else? Any big takeaways? I pretty much talked through all of my main main takeaways that I can think of. Any other big points you want to tell our listeners? Just one. I, I, I think this quote sums up the book really well and kind of uh, how it's benefited me. But this quote by F.M. Alexander says, People do not decide their futures 
they decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. I think that's so key. So much of this is not about, it's about throwing away this idea that you have to will yourself into doing amazing things. And it's replacing that with sustainable habits that are going to carry you to where you need to go over years and over the long term rather than uh, going for these short-term band-aids and hacks that are just going to leave you burnt out so it's been helpful to me i have not arrived or made it by any means but it has helped reset my mind and help me uh give give me some practical tools whether it's professionally personally um or in other areas to be able to actually close the gap between where i want to be and where i actually will be in one year three or five years and beyond that's good yeah i think there was a quote where he said willpower willpower is not always on will call or something along those lines and yeah just willpower is finite you won't always feel every single day like you can't success is not based off of just off of will off of willpower it's based on forming those habits and having those habits build upon themselves like you mentioned and that's just one thing that i just i never thought about that before but you know, like before I read this book, I just always assumed the harder you try, the more successful that you'll be. Right. So people who have talent combined with hard work automatically make success. And which is, I mean, you need talent, obviously, and you need hard work, but you need to have those habits. You need to have that focus and the hard, hard work pointed where it should be um, is how you can kind of build the steps to the next level, like you said, to where you can get, you know, close that gap um, to where you can get to where, you know, like you want to be. And like you, you mentioned, I'm not where I want to be. I haven't arrived, but I'm so much closer now, even than I was a few weeks ago. And reading this book just kind of got me jazzed and amped up again to be like, okay, like I'm on the right track. What's my one thing? What's like, what's my one thing today? What's my one thing this week that I want to get done essentially. Um, and it's just, I've been able to focus so much more and that's just something, I guess, kind of like the call on my life at the moment. It's just, just focus, focus, cut out all the noise, stop saying yes to everything that just sounds good or everything that your friend tells you just value your one thing, the yes for your one thing. Uh, just focus on that. And that's probably my biggest takeaway for this book. And it was awesome. And I'm so glad that you told me to read it. And I eventually actually took you up on it after like, I think, cause I think you've, you've told me about this a few years ago and I was like, eh, yeah, whatever. After I read, um, ready player one, which I stole from a roommate and I had for about two years that I finally finished. I read this book a lot faster than ready player one, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah, so go check out this book. Grab. I read it from the library the first time. If it's not the library, go spend ten bucks to change ten bucks. Ten bucks. They go. Go spend a few <laughs> dollars to change. You know, it's like the price of a pizza, and it can literally be the mental reset, the mental toolbox that helps get you from a wannabe to actually getting exactly. the stuff done that you always dreamed about. So it's worth its weight in gold. Definitely. Stop. Just stop. Just go read it. it it's Just really it. good. So um, I'm the ultimate. Yeah, like, thanks, Gary Keller, person. for writing it. This yeah. dope book. 
it's Come it's on. an awesome book. I'm the ultimate like put something off for later. Like I put off recommendations all the time. Uh, please don't do that. This book is really awesome. We're not sponsored by the book by any means. We're not sponsored by anyone. Yeah, Gary, if you want to sponsor Gary Keller, kidding. if you're listening, um, but no, first I'm just Gary, really passionate about the book. Uh, just a little shout. Can I give a Go shout out it. to Gary quick? Go for it, Gary Keller. I know you're probably listening to this podcast. Definitely, even, um, old buddy. If you can do me a favor, just for me, Matt, and also Jake, uh, go leave us a five-star review on iTunes and go subscribe to our show. It would mean the world to me. Uh, and then you you can go find how to do that at sixstarsonly.com. Gary, thank you. You always come through. First the book that you wrote for me, and now this five-star review. I appreciate it. If anyone else would like to follow in Gary's footsteps, um, feel free to. You know, go for it. No pressure. Um, but that would be... Amazing. It would make my money. Yeah. We value all of your feedback. Uh, and we'll also have the show notes at sixstarsonly.com. Yeah. I think that's about it. So read this book. Up. Please change my life. So, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. See you guys next, or guys, see you guys because we're on video. I always forget we're on video. It's not just a podcast, we, we release the videos as well. But uh, that's it. Where, where can people find us uh, on the video? Where can they find the videos of the show? And where can they follow you, Jacob Arnt? Follow me on Twitter at Jake Arnott. And I also have Instagram, which is also Jake Arnott. Six Stars Only is our YouTube channel. We post videos every week. We try to. And SixStarsOnly.com, which we have the show notes. And we post the videos as well, don't we? Don't we, Matt? Six Stars yeah, Only. Yeah, just go check us out on YouTube. Search for Six Stars Only. You can find it uh, on the link to the website. Um, and then you can find my stuff at mattwoods.io. Check yeah. it out. Check it out, guys. Cool. Awesome. We out of here? I think, we out. I think that's it. That was a good episode. Cool. That was long. Rock and roll. That's a wrap. That was fun. See ya.